Good morning and welcome to Let's Talk. Thank you for joining us for this half hour. This particular segment of Let's Talk has been pre-recorded, so the phone lines will not be open. Some of the information may be dated, as this program was recorded at an earlier time. Now, let's talk. Good morning and welcome to Let's Talk. Tracy Morgan and with you. Thank you so much for being here today. Our, our half an hour that we get to talk to great professionals in and around Butler talking about issues that are important to you, to Butler, and also your health. And today we're talking with Dr. Jason Gouliou, who's in with us, of course, a great chiropractor that's been in the area for quite some time. He's made a move, so we'll talk about that. And then he has something new to his office, a hyperbaric chamber. So we'll explain it all here in just a moment. Now let me give you the different ways that you can listen. Because you do have us on the radio, of course. You do have us online at WISR680.com. Don't forget about the app that can go on your smartphone. That can be downloaded for free. And then, of course, you do have us on Alexa-powered devices. So you just simply say, Alexa, play WISR680, and that should bring us up there for you. So you can listen to us as we broadcast the rest of our time together through Alexa. If you'd like to hear this again once we are done, you're more than welcome to visit our website again. That's WISR680.com. But then you go programs, let's talk, and then look for that special category that we have. Dr. Jason Gouliou will be right there with the podcast. Welcome to the show, Dr. Jason. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Good. Nice to see you. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's a big move. Yeah. Always interesting to move an office, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was huge. Um, so basically, like, just to let everybody know, it's like literally across Route 8. So my new address is 657 versus 652. So, like, it's, not, it's funny because, like, a lot of people, I mean... You know, you send letters and mailings, and but they don't, you know, people we change. Right. And I mean, or they'll like look at it and pitch it. And I understand. Right. That's fine. So, like, the good thing is if you pull into the old space, you come to come out looking at we're on Route 8, you're going to go right across the street. Um, it's a larger space. It's real nice. I was able to design it like exactly how I wanted. So, like, it's it's been a nice, nice move. Phone number is still 724-586-5858. Everything else like that's the same. Mm-hmm. Um, Name of the business is the yeah, same. Yeah, yeah. Actually, um, technically, the office name changed, I mean, probably about what, pack in 2009 mm-hmm. to My Function First Alternative Health Solutions. So while I still have Dr. Jason Goliou on the sign, Goliou Family Chiropractic was my first iteration. Mm-hmm. You know, that was kind of like when I first started in 2000, which was October 9th. And, um, like Vicky and I were just talking about, <clears throat> I have been doing this for like pretty much 19 years on and off. Um, I mean, I remember, I was thinking about it today, actually. A lot of like some of my favorite people that I've treated, I've met through doing this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Sure. Like as far as they heard me and they yeah. heard me and heard me and heard me. And um, so they started to come in and see me. And I mean, honestly, it's funny. Like a lot of people that like I've known for like that two decade period, a lot of them have come just because they've heard me here. So it's kind of interesting. Um, as like you've, as I've grown, I mean, I'm 45 now versus being 26 when I opened the doors. Um, it's the power of radio. Yeah. People and it's, and it's they just, pay attention. And I, and I, and I never did that for the purpose or I don't do this for the purpose of like having that really, that's not my primary aspect of, you know, my wanted to educate primarily, you know, like I think that the voice of alternative healthcare is, um, minimize simply because like we don't have you know the big pharmaceutical money behind us you mm-hmm. know like we're not part of those 
So you have to take guys like me, gals who do this work and just like one at a time, like promote the process, not the individual as much. I don't even care about that at this point. Like I'm super blessed to be really busy. I mean, like extraordinarily busy. Um, but you know, each one of us, the, like the more that people can hear like a piece of what we have to say, I think it helps everybody in general, like the whole aspect of, you know, my professions, you know, like functional medicine, chiropractic, you know, all the other stuff that we kind of do at the office, um, you know, my colleagues who are out there doing the same thing. So like it helps like the public in general to like just kind of get your voice and understand kind of where we're at. Um, but like I said, over 20 years, I've been able to do um, a lot of this and it's definitely helped, I think, educate and like, you know, let people understand like what we do, the science behind everything we're doing, like the efficacy of what we're doing, not just like um, to be an ancillary aspect of people's lives, but a primary, you know, like that's, you know, when it comes down to it, I think it's really, I'm, like I said, we're slamming busy at the office, but if someone calls me today, well, if I'm there, yeah, right, you're <laughs> you know, <now. laughs> like, like, yeah, like likely I could get them in, you know, because we'll make room for somebody. And that's the, that's the process. Like we're there to help people. So like, it might be like a little bit of a wait sitting there for me, but like, we'll make it happen, you know? And like, that's not very, you don't see that often anymore. Like we want to make sure that like we're accessible, you know, like as busy as I've, is as busy as I get and as I will be, um, accessibility is important. You know, like, I think that's an important thing that Especially when you're talking when you're about, hurting as a patient. And right. You and you know, now. like you're scared and you're hurt and mm -hmm. you need information. I mean, it just might be to sit down and talk and say like, here's your options. Here's what's going on. But, you know, like I said, you're going to do that in a new space. Um, like I said, the cool thing is we were able to design it. Uh, it's a larger space. Um, you know, have all the therapeutic interventions like kind of lined up. So like everything's like, you know, the movement is easier. Like the other office, and I don't want to disparage it by any stretch. I was there for 16 years. It was an old house and it was a bit choppy, you know, like it was one of those things where you kind of had to run around back and forth a little bit. So this has like been um, so much easier for me, like as the, as the practitioner kind of just moving, just like the movement through the space has been better. And that's, I think, a super just more efficient, right. I suppose, right. you know, yeah. efficiency is like a huge thing. And if it's smoother for you, it's smoother for the patient. So yeah, like, yeah. well, like, cause I'm so great, right? What's better for me is better for everybody. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, I, I'm really like, I've always focused on, you know, patient, um, the process. Like I don't want someone just waiting forever. Right. You know, I feel, I feel terrible if that happens. Like that's, you know, so like the nice thing is when someone comes in, since I do so much, like as far as therapeutically, like I can have them moving through the office and then they can like get with me and they can be almost ready to be done. You know, I just can't stand like, cause I don't like to wait myself. I mean, I have to admit that, you know, but I really do focus on making sure people can get through and not have to spend like, I know they, like I said, you guys love me, but like not that much. <laughs> You do a great job, Dr. Jason Gulia, with us, and the big move has already been made. Yep. So you're in, and you're just right across the street. So. Yeah, it's funny because like I still don't even have some pictures up I need, but like we mm -hmm. were like I mean even as of like a couple weeks ago over Christmas I had to put another wall in, you know because just again moving around the space, understanding what we needed to do, but I didn't want to like literally like wall myself in until I understood where it had to go. So like yeah, I mean I think that that was finished up 
I don't know, maybe two weeks ago. So like we should have all the construction done. Now technically, I guess that's not true. Um, there's a second floor. It's also going to be my space. It's not ready yet. Oh, okay. So like there has to be like, you know, um, access points and stuff like that. So I mean, there will be additional um, news to come, therapeutic interventions and stuff, primarily, primarily like... So it'll be business um, used. Yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. It's gonna. It's 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 all space that I'm gonna utilize for like you know patient use and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Um, just a matter of kind of how I divide it out, how I put it together. But I know it's gonna be used, and so I just have to get it kind of finished up. Probably I would imagine next maybe two months. You know, if you're looking at timing on that stuff. But like we're full running. You know, we're full up. Um, as of October October 29th was our first day there, and. Uh, and then you have all the holidays in there and stuff like that, and it kind of just, like, chops the schedule up. But, yeah, we're back to normal again. So if anyone wants to make a new appointment, they can. It's just that you're right across the street on Route 8. So, yep. Um, 657. 657. 657 is the new number. Yeah, you know what's It's next to the donut shop at Freedom Farm Donut Shop. Everybody knows Everybody that. Knows yeah. That. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, did you – everyone's like, did you get the donut shop business? And I'm like, no, no, I love those guys. They're really great. I would never want to take their business or their building over. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's what people know. And that's the parking lot's real nice. It's real big. It's all paved. That's, that's the beauty of it. Do you share the building? No, it's all me. Oh, okay. Yeah. So like it's all me. Yeah. Like basically okay. like I'm next, yeah. Right next door to the donut shop, pen fencing me and then, uh, freedom farms guys. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, good. So you're happy with the move. Glad that you moved. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, anything else we need to know about the move? Cause I want to ask you about this new chamber that you have. In no, office, I mean basically like I basically like I said, I mean it's just a nice space. It's got a good kind of like calm vibe to it, you mm -hmm. know, like it's I was able to kind of put it together like what I wanted and like it just there's a lot of freer movement around it. Right. And like I said, I just I'm really happy with it. You I was I was for 16 years at the other location and so I was worried because, you know, anytime you transition, it's just different, you right. know, and like even like you said, I was at a space for three years prior to like my 16 years at the other location. So that's, that's like, I'm 45. So 16 years is a big chunk of that, mm -hmm. you know? And that was like where I kind of like grew up as a practitioner, I suppose, like really started to cut my teeth as like my process and like, like who I became as a practitioner, like happened there. So I was, I don't know, a little worried, I guess, just because like we worry about stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm human. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but no, it's, and again, like what we're going to talk about in a moment, probably one of the biggest positives is there's more space and I was able to add this. So let's talk about Yeah, that. okay. Yeah, because so, we mentioned that you have a hyperbaric chamber. Yeah. So why and, did you add this? Well, I've been wanting to for probably five to eight years, to be honest. So like... To go back to why, it's whenever, you know, and if, I don't know, like a lot of people listening know that like about a decade ago, I was very sick with Lyme disease. I almost died from it. And it that shaped me a lot. And it, you know, pretty much has been the driver of the practice because I treat people from like everywhere for it now. Um, you know, we'll, we'll say Borrelia, Lyme and related issues, co-infections, mycotoxins, you know, other infective components. That's a metabolically based probably about 75% of the practice at this point. So hyperbaric oxygen therapy, HBOT we call it, has always come up as something that would be supremely beneficial for cases like that. But I didn't have any room to put one in. And, and they're hard to find, actually. That's another thing. Like basically, 
So let me explain kind of the process of this. Okay, so hyperbaric oxygen chamber is basically you're in a chamber and it's with pressure on you. And you don't feel the pressure physically. You feel it in your ears. You know when you fly? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Your ears have to pop. pop. And you have either, depending on when you go in it with me, you know, as far as therapeutically, um, I'll have an oxygen headset that you hold and it puts it into the chamber or you put a mask on. So like when you first go in the chamber, you don't put the mask on because I want you to get used to the process. It's new and it's different. And I think some people are somewhat intimidated by it. But actually, I mean, even actually, it's funny because I was, I'm claustrophobic. There's no doubt. Like, I don't like small spaces. Um, but this chamber has a big window on it. You lay down in it. It feels very open. Plus, you have oxygen being pumped in. And there's an air conditioning unit. If you get hot, you can turn it on. Oh, okay. So it's cool. So, like, okay. it's climate control. That's basically, like, my chamber actually is a steel chamber. So it's on the market, if you kind of do any research on this, you'll see that you get two choices of chambers. You have a soft-sided chamber, which there's nothing wrong with. And I'm going to add a second one on the second floor, actually. I know that. And it's – but they're a little lower pressure and it's a little bit more useful for like a family. So like a kid and a mom or dad, you know. So like that's just a little bit easier for that family to use than it would be the chamber that I'm currently using. Now, again, like mine is like in – not just my opinion, but research-based, it's like the finest mitochondrial break on the market. So when I researched it, you know, I invested a lot more money in this initial chamber than most people do simply because I wanted the best one, mm-hmm. okay? So when you're looking at pressures, basically that's what we have to look at in this, okay? So essentially it's, it's, it's very simple physics. When you put pressure on a system, it diffuses the oxygen or the gas further into the tissue. So you get more oxygen into the blood. And we'll talk about why that matters in a minute. But my chamber is a 1.5 ATA. So it's basically like atmospheric pressure. So it's one and a half times atmospheric pressure. That's kind of where most of the really strong studies have been done. Okay, so the soft chambers go to 1.3 ATA. Okay, so you're getting much, and again, high pressure chambers are three and above. Okay, so like one's in the hospital, so like they're gonna be um, what they call high pressure hyperbaric versus mild hyperbaric. Mild hyperbaric is super safe. Like you can't find anything like therapeutic that's gonna be much safer. You know, it just, you know, the worst case scenario is you get some earaches every now and again with it. The nice thing is when we're running you the first time, when you're coming to pressure, I'm right there and I can stop it. You know, so like the first time a person goes in, it's me who puts them in and I'll explain everything. And like I said, show them. And um, basically you can read in there. You know, you can like listen to music so if you choose like an MRI to. Too. It's no, like no, it's, yeah, yeah, you can have your electronics. Okay. I mean, I actually usually recommend people go in and just chill, like, because we have enough electronics. I right. mean, we have enough access to, like, everything all the time, so why even do more of it? I, When I go in, it's, like, kind of, like, calm meditation time for me. But anyway, so the environment's very controlled, and the and the system that I have has, you know, every fail-safe mechanism you can imagine. So, like, the pressure's never going to go above 1.5 or actually called 52 kPa. Um, and basically, treatment time 
is ideally an hour. Okay, so what you're going to plan on being in the chamber for 70 minutes. And it seems like a long time, but it goes really quickly. Um, so you have five minutes to come to pressure and then five minutes to come down. And, you know, again, the only time you'll notice anything is when you're going up or, you know, when you're going down, you'll feel popping in your ears. As long as you can swallow, 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 it's fine. But if someone runs into an issue with it, you know, there's a intercom. Like, I can talk. We can talk mm -hmm. to each other. Sure. And, um, you know, hey, I can't feel it. It's a little pressure. You stop it. And then it'll drop a little bit, and then it clears, and you bring it back up. I've I've really only ever had one case right now, and he's a traumatic brain injury case. Like, basically, what I mean by that is um, – very severely injured. I mean, like, you know, we have to lift him into the chamber. Like, mm -hmm. he's not ambulatory. And so I keep a real good eye on him because the pressure's right now for him because of his head injury. Like, we have to keep him about midpoint. And so I just spend the time with him. Like, I I will actually usually take him in, like, during my off hours because I have to, like, focus 100% on him. Sure. Mm -hmm. So, like, I had him in, like, on New Year's um, Eve, actually, when I wasn't seeing patients. But... Most of the time, you don't even notice a thing. You clear through and you just lay there, you know. And, you know, kind of just to give you an idea what you feel when you get out, just kind of feel good. I mean, it's it's it's, it's a weird thing to say that, but, like, you kind of know something good happened, you know. And, like, by the as you go through the rest of the day, you kind of feel a little tired and worn out. What you're doing is you're pumping a lot of oxygen in and those cells are just like grabbing it and they're going and going and going and going. So you're pumping metabolism really hard. You don't even know you're doing it because you're just laying there. But the system needs – the physiology needs two issues. You need fuel and activation to heal. Fuel in the form of oxygen primarily and food obviously. Mm -hmm. But something that – most injuries severely lack is enough uh it's enough oxygen it's called hypoxia so any metabolic issue can respond positively or will respond positively you know when you look at again if you start to google hyperbaric oxygen therapy you're going to see a whole bunch of things that, that treats i don't really like to discuss that like what you're treating because what you're treating is the person, okay. you know, like, I mean, honestly, like when you're talking about how we take care of people, um, you know, I'm treating that person, you know, whatever they happen to have is, you know, it's important, but it's ancillary to how you're doing for them metabolically. You're going to define metabolic function and start to restore functionality, like whatever they have, whether it's cancer or ALS or MS or anything else is a factor in the definition of what's going on. You know, it's more a matter of, I've been defined medically as having this, so what is the metabolic cause behind it? You know, that's what we're looking for when I do my lab analysis and everything like that. So when you have someone going in hyperbaric, I mean, you know, we're going in for any reason. Like I said, traumatic brain injury, um, neurological damage, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, um, you know, cognitive decline. You're going in for, like I do, for just general health purposes to keep myself healthy. And, you know, like that's my entire focus now for me, you know, like to keep myself healthy, healthy, healthy as possible, you know, do everything I can to like reach, um, my older ages healthy, you know, and again, yeah, luck's involved, but you can do a lot. Um, it's a great anti-inflammatory. It's great post-surgically. I mean, just like I said, I tell everybody what wouldn't be better with oxygen.
you know? And so when you're in the chamber, you're getting like 10 times the amount of oxygen you normally get. So for that hour, you're just getting pumped and pumped and pumped. And again, like I said, if you look at cell healing, ATP needs oxygen to generate itself. And that's our cell healing agent. That's like essentially what's called mitochondrial healing. And that's kind of like a buzzword in, med in functional medicine now and like medicine in general. Like, we, like everyone talks about mitochondrial healing. It's not anything new. It's a matter of like mitochondria is our energy producer. It's like our engine of the cell. And again, an engine needs some kind of fuel. So oxygen is our primary fuel for that. Um, if you're in this treatment, then how long do you have to wait for another treatment or just, as, just, I, just once a week? Do you do it once a month? It, how that all depends on the patient. You know, like everybody's going to need that differently. Like I go in every two weeks personally. Okay. okay. So like, you know, hey, I have a chamber, so I might as well use it every couple of weeks. Um, but I wouldn't. I don't need to go in more than any couple of weeks, you know, as far as like from my perspective. Now, if you've got someone who's a neurologically damaged case, I'll usually go twice a week with them at first, you know, so like two times a week and then set it up. So eventually I get them down to one then to like maintain it. Um, most of my cases are once a week, every couple weeks in there, depending on the individual, you know, like, like I said, I'd prefer in any of my cases, I mean, like I'm not one to ever see people like multiple times a week typically. That just isn't how I, how I typically practice. So like if I am, it's a pretty hardcore case or they're a real cute or something like that. But um, I've just been kind of like my – I developed that over the years as far as like how I take care of people. You know, like I feel like I can get enough done in a weekly visit if they're – even if they're in horrible shape metabolically, like I can cover enough. So typically, like I said, it's going to be one time per week. Now, what I will be doing – is I'm going to be opening Fridays and Saturdays. Now, not me particularly, like my staff will be there to put people in the chamber. So like that, that kind of gives me a little bit of a gapping and an opening so people can get taken care of, you mm -hmm. know, so because you're, you're limited. I can run six per day. That's all, you know, like, so basically like I work my, my, my office hours when I treat patients, I treat people Monday through Thursday nine to one and three to seven. Now, mind you, it goes typically earlier and later than at all the time because, like, you know, we're kind of always running into our lunchtime. But, you know, that still means you're doing an – I do an 8.45, a 10.15, 11.30. Then I do a 2.45, a 4.15, and a 5.45. Those are my – those are the treatment times you can get in the chamber. Um. It's been relatively full, I mean, since I opened the doors. Because what happened was that when I knew I was moving and I knew I could get this set, I ordered the machine. I had everything ready. I knew I wanted it. So it was delivered the day I opened up. So um, <laughs> Carly and I, my wife and I, went down that weekend and got it all set up and together. And I, and she did the first dive and I did the second dive to make sure, like, you know, I, you know we felt this one, you know. Um, this is the highest pressure one I've ever used, you know. And again, like I said, it's still called mild, but it's still like a little bit higher pressure. And I wanted to be able to give people exactly defined understanding of what they were going to feel. Like, here's what you're going to hear. Here's what you're going to feel. Here's where all the things are. So they like when anything's new to us, we're nervous about it, you know. And like I said, like 
I had a guy, and he's really he's funny. He's like a real big muscle guy too, and he's like, that was kind of intimidating at first, you know. And I mean, it's really not, but like I understand, you know. Like believe me, I get it. So I was running that chamber like within the second week of being at the new location. So I've been running it for like you know well over two months now on it, but, um, so the Friday and Saturday, as long as you've been in it with me before. You can go in there when I'm not there. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I can't yeah. – I'm not taking new patients on Friday or Saturday or like even first-time current patients, you know. So like, if they, you know, over 20 years you get a pretty large patient base and like people want to come back for that. They got to come back in when I'm there, you know, right. just right. so I can evaluate the person. And just like anything else, you know, if it's right for you, it's right for you. And if it isn't, it isn't. You know, like, and I'll tell, and I want to make sure people know that, like, I'm not going to put every single person who wants to go in that chamber in that chamber. And you know, I'm glad you said that I was going to ask that. Can we just call up and say, hey, I hear you have this. Can I get in it? What do you mm-hmm. do with that evaluation to say yes or no? Um, Just like anything else, you just talk to the person, take a history, you know, see what's going on. Like, you know, look at the contraindications it would be, which there are not many, to be honest with you. I mean, like, you know, pregnancy is a contraindication, you know, I mean, um, you know, basically like a collapsed lungs or contraindication, you know, there are like large, funny, you know, like you would be obvious, you know, like you would think they would be obvious, but I still want to have, you know, a visual of that person, sure. you know, even like I said, even if I know you as like, for, I've treated you for years, we're still going to chat about it, you know, like, you know, like I said, I don't, I didn't get this just to throw a bunch of people in it. I got it for a specific purpose. You know, I got it for like a longevity and healing and like a long-term addition to what I've already done to people. You know, this isn't, yeah, it's a standalone therapy, but very rarely does someone just come in and just go on hyperbaric by itself. You know, the whole family go in. You said your future plans are. Well, because, you know, a little kid being in the chamber by themselves, a little intimidating for a child. So Mm -hmm. basically like my goal is to have it. So you can have, you know, a couple people. Yeah, in. like yeah. two people. Mm-hmm. So like they can and you can sit up in there and play cards, whatever, sure. you know, like, I mean, um, if like I said, if you Google this, you'll see autism is a very big um, responder to this. And so a, a child with autism isn't likely going to lay in a chamber by themselves. Right. But if someone's in there with them, it's going to be a lot easier for them to do it. So, like, you know, I want to be careful for patient comfort, that, and that that's important to me. So, like, even if you have, you know, now remember, I mean, I treat very extremely complicated cases. I mean, like, I'm just not the run-of-the-mill, like, you know, come in for a back crack or an adjustment. You know, like, right. that's fine. People do that with me, but, like... You know, I've got people driving hours and hours to see me. I mean, on an everyday basis, like I get calls from around the country at this point. And that's, I hope people understand why I say that because like I've worked hard to get to that point. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not just like, oh, like, oh, this is, I'm super fantastic. It's a matter of like, I have, and I still like work hard to make sure I stay at that point and I earn that. But the reality of it is I get people that have seen like, 20 different physicians for whatever reason and then i'm like their last stop like i'm like it you know so we're seeing huge impacts because my entire practice is referral based i mean like like i told someone yesterday i'm like you know for 20 years it's been referral based i've done it for 20 i think it'll last another 20 you know like because my entire focus is always on that person in front of me you know like 
the discussion yesterday was interesting because it was about being 16 years at a location and having been limited in a space, you know, but I still made it work because my focus was that person. It was 16 years, but it was one person at a time, mm. you know, like that's all it comes ever down to is that person in front of you. So like the patient, the next patient, and that's it. And whoever's there in front of me at that moment matters. And that's all that matters. But you know, when you have these complex cases, the more you can do in that location, the, the higher the likelihood they can heal, you know? So like, you know, why see quicker healing results now that I've hyperbaric? Yeah, I think so. I should, you know, um, can it be a standalone therapy for somebody? Yes, it can. You know, uh, you know, there, there are cases now what I'll do is, I'll bring them in and evaluate and say, you know what, let's do five hyperbarics before we do anything else, you know, to kind of get you on the healing pattern. And then we'll start our other stuff. You know, then we'll look at lab work. Then we'll look at all the other stuff we have to do for somebody. Cause like I have a bunch of other therapy interventions, which I don't want to minimize, sure. but today's not sure. about that. You know, today's just because, you know, this is a new therapy and it's, and, and you know, honestly, it's really cool. I mean, like, I know that sounds silly, but it's an impressive machine. It's a big steel chamber. It's got like, you know, it's um, hoses and it's got like its pumps. And so it has an air conditioning unit. It has a 10 liter oxygen unit and then has a compressor unit because you have to keep the pressure in it. And it's really neat looking. I mean, it's not like, it's not minimal. Right. It's very, it's right. big. It's nice. It's like a it's, a, it's a very good machine. And I mean, I did, you know, put out... Like I said, when you're talking about an investment, it was a, a significant investment, yeah. but it's th the worthwhile aspect of it is that you invest in your practice, you invest in your patients, you Absolutely. know? So new is the move and new is the hyperbaric chamber. Dr. Jason Gooley, you want to give your phone number real quick? Sure. 724-586-5858. Um, and like I said, you know, <laughs> there's a lot of hype around this. There is. And even in the practice, everyone's all excited about it. And I never want to dampen excitement, but I also want to basically like re remember or remind people that you got to talk to me first about it. You know, I think any therapeutic intervention, I don't care what it is health wise, you have to have a thoughtful discussion first. You know, like, you know, I wrote on my whiteboard in my office, is hyperbaric great for you? Probably the answer is yes. But the question is, is it right now? You know, are we ready for it at this point? Yeah. You know, like those are always the important questions to ask, you know, like it's just not a matter of like, you know, this come, don't come on on a tosh in the chamber, you know, like now again, like I said, that might be it. I'm like, yeah, let's do that. You know, this is going to work for yeah. you. But it's worth a discussion. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's worth a discussion because again, you know, the 